Welcome back to the Hearst Lounge. Hearst Lounge. Hearst Brothers New Music Review. We are on, what, episode number 10 now? Yeah. Yeah, we're making our way. No way. We're into double digits. Double Ds. Double Ds. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with double yeah, Ds. Yeah, nothing like some double Ds. Right on. If you've made it this far, welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. And if you're new, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> Here's Welcome. the show where uh, Mark and I sit down, have a couple of conversations, have a couple of drinks, you know, get a little loosey-goosey and start, uh, ooh, ooh, look out. And uh, yeah, and at the same time, we're exposing, reviewing, rating three independent artists' songs. Uh, all of their hard work doesn't go for nothing. So we're here to give a little bit of feedback and show you some brand new music. In your DM daily. Daily. <laughs> uh, bi-weekly. Actually, is what uh, it yeah, should yeah, say. Yeah, right. Every other Monday is when we launch. So, all right. Depends when you're listening. It certainly does. I mean, that's the beauty of podcasts. You can listen anytime, any day. Sitting on the toilet, going for a walk. Where's the weirdest thing? Wait, no, no, nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where is the weirdest place you've ever pulled out your phone? Whether it's Instagram, whether you're listening phone? to a podcast. Yeah. Somewhere you don't think other people might use their phone. The toilet's an easy option. I think that's probably where majority of Instagram gets done. <laughs> yeah, that's, Instagram is thriving <laughs> that's on, on toilet designated uh, social media time is on the toilet. That's about the only time. Yeah. Uh, I don't usually sit on the couch on my phone. Not too often, <laughs> at least. I don't sit on the couch. Strictly yeah. toilet. Strictly toilets. Um, oh, wow. That's a great question. I don't know. I can't think of anywhere strange. I don't think anything is strange in terms of normalcy for pulling out your phone i mean people have their phone on all the time it's a shame you asked me earlier you know where's the strangest place that you've pulled out your phone and i couldn't really think of anything where it's been strange to pull out your phone but one thing does come to mind so mark and i were lucky enough to go see the london 2012 olympics um which was just an amazing experience just being around the olympics if the olympics ever come to a city near you just go out and feel the vibe. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's so exciting. much fun. So exciting. And so we were even more fortunate uh, and super lucky to be able to get tickets to go see Usain Bolt run the 100-meter sprint Yeah, and set and, the world record. And what's crazy about that, too, is like most of the ticket sales are actually a lottery. Yeah. Like, oh, you, sure. you don't You're not buy, guaranteed. You don't, you don't just buy, buy individual tickets. tickets. They, it, when the day opens, it's a massive lottery. And you, you put, put your in, name for, in for tickets. Hopefully you get some. You may get them, you um, may not. And then afterwards, obviously, you can share StubHub, all these things, and buy and sell and yeah, trade and yeah. all that. But uh, yeah, wow, we were really lucky. And that was, that was fantastic. And, and, and so we were pretty high up just because we were lucky enough to even get tickets we were you know the kind of the top of the bleachers it, nonetheless it was one of the coolest uh events and and olympic experiences to have uh but i just thought it was so strange and i'm guilty of it i know i did it for sure but the thing was that's 10 seconds of a record-breaking event and i'd say 90 percent of the people in the stands were recording it on their phones yeah well, so in that in that at that moment, it's like what nine point like seven eight seconds or something like ridiculous, uh, probably wrong. But 
I pulled out my phone to film it. And I remember being like, well, this will be a cool memory to look back on. And then the like as soon as they were on the blocks lining up, I didn't film a single second. And then the race yeah. went, didn't didn't film anything, just watched it in awe. Um, it was incredible. And then after it was like, Ah, I didn't film it. Yeah, guess I didn't need to pull well, my phone. When are out. you ever going to go back and watch that from your shitty perspective on your phone? This was what 2012. <laughs> it's you know today you can get really really good video on yeah. the iPhones, but back then I think I was using a BlackBerry, uh, and oh, the yeah. video would have been grainy, completely shit, uh, and you know you filmed it. Whereas you then spend the whole time. It's like going to a concert and you see people filming on their phone. It's like watch the concert. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big event. fan of just like enjoying the moment. I, 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 I don't think I've ever filmed, filmed the concert. Maybe um, once or twice, just a quick clip, um, just so I could remember. Okay, this is how close I was to yeah. you know John Butler or Shaky Graves or someone like that. But now you you're gonna rewatch it on your phone with the <laughs> shitty audio. So uh, um, one of the coolest bands I've seen live. I saw the Lumineers play in Dublin. Oh, so good Very live. Cool. I've actually seen them two times now because they came back and they the tickets were like very reasonable. Um, and I'm a big fan of the Lumineers. They were if you haven't seen them live and you and you get the chance, you have to go. Unbelievable yeah. live musicians. Uh, I would and anyways, so I, I'm pretty close because I showed up really early and we just had ground level kind of standing. So we got we got I was about thirty yards away, and uh, so unbelievable. And then they go, all right, guys. This song, everybody pull the cameras out, film, do whatever you want. After that, rest of the concert, no phones, let's enjoy the moment. And I I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like, I'm so pumped for this because that's something that I enjoy as well. It's like really just take it in. And then I remember I'm standing there like two songs later. Of course, they they play like, oh, hey, one of their biggest ones. Everyone films. Really good time. Really fun song. Yeah. And then. Like, you know, four songs later, there's this lady in front of me with a big, and not a phone, an iPad. And she's got an oh iPad above her head, still filming. <laughs> He's doing the intro to another song, stops and literally calls her out. And it's like, put that iPad away. And then all of the neighbors around her are like, yeah, put yeah, that iPad away. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and then she just like iPad shamed her until she she like That's pulled it hilarious. down. And, then, and he, he stayed true to his word. And I was like, well done that was something so cool it was such a good moment all in all something about seeing somebody filming something with an ipad that just looks ridiculous (laughs) like why are you holding this dinner plate above your head (laughs) to try and get footage and and like nothing worse than you're definitely obstructing the people behind you for sure which i feel bad going to concerts alone just gonna say me and you 10 feet from the front not many people are able to look past us no um but hey genetics I'm 6'6", six, six, so no matter where I am on the concert floor, the person behind me can't see. And I feel terrible. I'm not the, you know, asshole who's just making his way up to the front. It's like, fuck you for being short behind me. It's, I feel bad. So yeah. I genuinely try to stand off to the side or kind of like... <laughs> but I'm also not going to be height shamed and, and, oh, you have to stand in the back. Well, it's that's like, true, if I, too. If I made it there on it time, be I made fair. it there on time. It should time. be fair. And, and sometimes I've turned around and apologized to the people behind me. or yeah, And, you know, it's yeah. a good time and they laugh and it is what it is. And there you go. And then I, I also love not just seeing a bigger man because it's like, oh, wow. Like normally, like oh, what? I'm 6'3", I'm six, you're 6'6". Six, six. We don't normally feel short. And every once in a while you see like a seven, you know, and, and it, we're like, oh, my God. Like, then I feel I like feel a baby. Short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy could cradle me. And, and then that's uh, how most people feel around us. Wow. Yeah, just towering cool. over them. But, but once life, in a while, so life, we get it. 
life would be terrible as a tall person that hey, unless you had lots of money hey i tell people that all the time um whenever somebody says oh or they meet me and they're like oh you're so tall that must be awesome it's like no no <laughs> life like the everything we have in society is built for average height people so i don't fit into cars i don't fit on airplanes an airplane is the worst time for me ever my knees are just completely scrunched for however long <laughs> we're sitting on the plane you know nothing fits me i have to shop at special stores to get jackets that yeah, fit clothing. my length like it's, it's no clothing fits me it's, no, it's, nothing, it's like, nothing wow. off the shelf nothing off the shelf you ha unless they sell extra long or whatever but then everything then it's like oh waist size fits length size fit and then it looks like i'm wearing balloon pants or something yeah. like so you're, yeah. it's outrageous exactly like mc hammer or unless but i think okay i think there's a stat and it's it's something which i know there's not a lot of seven foot tall people in the world but i think yeah it's 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 a high enough number that i've remembered it close enough where it's like 40 50 60 percent around that range of people above seven feet are in the nba oh no doubt and i was like ah, that's believable they're Instant all huge. advantage and yeah. it, and if you make that money who cares i'll be as tall as you know seven two no problem if you sure. can buy everything Fly custom you got jets, millions of dollars yeah custom no cars. worries then i'd love to be tall but custom uh, clothes yeah. i wouldn't want to be much taller than i am now and and just a moment ago i was thinking about or i, I mentioned being on an airplane is the worst time for me. What's your worst airplane experience? Oh, okay. I got a juicy yeah. one for oh, you. Oh boy, I um. Okay, well, I, I got a couple, and uh, I only so I'm actually I fly all the time for school because I'm back and forth. So I right. certainly fly more than the average person um, to go to, to go to school. And there's in nothing Ireland. glamorous about it. No, no, no. It's not <laughs> it like sucks. It. yeah. No, I, I I don't like flying whatsoever. Uh, you're no. in a little tin can, like thirty thousand feet above the ocean. Ter uh, you know, not not my scene. Um, other than the constant struggles of like someone putting their their chair back in front of me, which oh, I, yeah. I'm like, hey, look, I get it. You want to lean your chair back, but. I also don't fit in the chair regardless. So like there's always that like a back and forth between me kind of kneeing the chair forward to get it to stay in motion. Um, oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm not a, a mean person, but Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> no person beside me opens up a can of tuna. <laughs> Did you death stare them? Oh Just... my goodness. It was, it, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. Not the place, not With the, the side time. of hard boiled eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah, may as well. Yeah, some deviled eggs on the side. Like it oh, was unbelievable. Uh, I'm not the big like I like fresh tuna. Not the biggest fan not of canned food. Canned tuna as it is. Canned canned tuna. Um, but like, look, you have to know there are certain foods like that that you eat in the privacy of your home. Yeah. You don't bring the you don't bring it to the lunchroom at work. You don't bring canned tuna. You you eat that in your home and only in your home. And that's that's a message from <laughs> the Hearst you. brothers to you. I've I've been sitting beside someone who pulled out a can of uh or one of those containers of ramen noodles and had the stewardess <laughs> fill it up <laughs> with hot water and he's sitting beside me going <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna kill this person. Okay, what's but your, that's tell not me. my story. My story is, uh, um, I don't know. One of the times we were flying somewhere, and uh, I have this Asian fella who sits down beside me, and you know, I I'm not the most talkative person on the plane because 
I'm just, I just want to get off this fucking plane. So I usually throw my headphones in right away. I'm either listening to music or a podcast or, or getting ready to watch a movie or something. This guy sits down to me. We don't say a word to each other. He puts these giant headphones on like we are, like we're wearing right now, these <laughs> like studio headphones. Mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's about to DJ for the whole plane or something. I'm like, all right, whatever. Halfway through, I think it was an overnight flight. Maybe we're going to Ireland or something. Halfway through the flight, he's nodding off and falling asleep and slowly puts his head onto my shoulder. And I've got the side of this hard plastic headphone like leaning on my shoulder now. I'm so uncomfortable on the plane as it is anyways. Now I've got this fucking guy leaning on me. Yeah, no. So I give him like, you know, a little slow nudge back. He kind of slowly moves his head (laughs) over to the side, goes to the other side, comes back. Five minutes later, goes back on that side, puts his head on my shoulder again. I'm starting to get pissy with this. So now I nudge him over again. Okay. Two, three minutes go by. Same thing. Goes right back on my shoulder. You know, after the third time that something like this happens, you're about ready to, I'm, I'm about ready to wake him up and tell him, you know, <laughs> tell him a piece of my mind. Yeah. I'm about ready to order a hot coffee and accidentally <laughs> yeah. spill it on his lap. Yeah. I'm fuming, right? <laughs> but I'm always polite in public and would never instigate anything. So, you know, I'm just kind of thinking of ways that I can get this guy to essentially fuck off. And so it happens again. I nudge him back over a little harder this time. He doesn't really wake up. He kind of goes to the other side and comes in towards me. So I'm, yeah, I'm like, ah, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know this guy. I don't care. So I immediately think and, the, and, and did it, leaned the other way so that his head starts to fall down lower. And he pulls up a little bit. And then I lean back that way and he comes in, comes in for a nice little cozy lean on my a shoulder, snuggle. <laughs> a little snuggle. And I fucking fire back the other way. And like, he just gets a shoulder to the side of the <laughs> ear. <laughs> and he wakes up and looks at me and I just continue watching my movie like nothing's happened. And uh, turbulence. <laughs> yeah. turbulence. Thankfully. Uh, yeah. But he didn't lean on me for the rest of the flight because I did per- hit him hard enough that he woke up. Um, and you, he, and you he don't knew, think like, a nice, polite, like niche, knee nudge. Hey, man, gets no, there you. no, because like, <laughs> I gave him the polite nudge yeah, four or five fair. times, and he, I could tell he knew, like I was pushing him a little bit, and then he'd go over to the other side, and then a couple minutes later, it was almost like an unspoken thing where he was like, "Come on, dude, just let me, land, just like, just let me put my head on your shoulder." And I'm going, no, no, no. And he just kept pushing. the my, I, I wasn't consenting to this. He just kept pushing me to where I felt uncomfortable. So I'm like, all right. Bop, well, I'm bop. just going to give you a good old pop in the side of the head. <laughs> and see how that goes. Oh, man. Airplanes bring out some funny people. And on that note, one more story before we get into some music. And I know you're going to remember mid-story. This isn't right. the worst time. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on an airplane. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly instantly. what you're talking about. And it might have to be one of those be there moments. I'll do my best in describing <laughs> oh, this for you people. This was hilarious. It was so funny. I could not stop laughing. And it was one, truly one of those moments where like me and you were giggling like little oh, schoolgirls. We and I could not help it. Yeah. And, and the flight attendant is, is looking at us like understanding why we're laughing. <laughs> yeah. So it actually had nothing to do with us. No, and no, it didn't. So we were... That was... Was it to South Africa, I believe? I don't know. I can't remember Anyways, where we were flying. We, London, we maybe. Have, we have been to a number of places. Very fortunate. And so we're we're in this um we're in this aisle. Me and John are in the middle. It's one of those like three three lines. We're in the middle, and there's we're right in the exit row because you get a little bit more feet room. So we're there. 
fortunately, to fit. And there's this small, older um, Asian woman. <laughs> Nothing to do with race. We love all people. But, all people. But the thing was is, is her English wasn't very strong. So you're like, okay. Yeah. And I only know that because sitting in an exit row, you are – in charge of if there's an emergency, you got to open that exit door. And and, and not to mention, she's about four yes. foot nine, old lady. And she's yeah. sitting there and the flight attendant comes over and does their little, uh, you know, pre, pre takeoff. Yeah. Exit are, row are you flight. capable? Yeah, you are know, you pregnant? Are you able all these things, in case of can emergency? You, can you basically, can you open the door? And if yeah. there's an emergency, yeah. are you going to be able to handle getting people out of the plane? John and I are looking going, Absolutely. if there's an emergency, I'm getting over there and I'm opening that door myself. Yeah. No, hands down, this lady cannot open. The, so she starts that little that little spiel, and the Asian lady sitting there playing Angry Birds on her on her iPad, <laughs> yeah. and me and John are like, "Oh, look at this! She's not even listening." Not and attention. you could tell the flight attendant was like, kind of like, "Well, I think it was multiple times where the flight attendant, ma'am, take your headphones yeah. off. I I need to I yeah. need to have your you know consent that you can sit here, ma'am." <laughs> So it was probably the flight attendant's second or third time going through the speech of like how to how to properly work this exit door. And it, the first time it was like, ma'am, take your headphones off. And then it's like, ma'am, stop playing Angry Birds. And then third time through, like, you know, this lady's now looking at her attentively. She's about midway through the speech. And this lady n- is nudges the flight attendant. They're like, can I have a glass of water? And me and you just burst out <laughs> laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, this lady's getting kicked off the plane. She's not listening yeah, not, at all. Not at all. Can I please have a glass of water? And, like, and she doesn't speak English well. So it was yeah. like with her accent. Me and John, I'm like, I'm having a hard time composing myself because yeah. it was funny the flight attendant was like frustrated but also knew we were there and was like kind of we laughing like she was like she was kind of looking at us like that like this is ridiculous look and then she asked me like would you we're gonna have to move you um ask me would i mind switching to that seat because she's not able to sit there and focus enough to listen to the thing and open the exit door and she goes man we're gonna have to move you she goes I don't want to. <laughs> and yells at her. Yeah. And no, no, I'm not moving. I don't want to. <laughs> and and like, we are, I am dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. And the lady's like, I'm not, we're not taking off. They're in a full on argument. Now. And yeah. I could not help myself. But then also realized if I moved, that you're sitting beside her the whole flight. Yeah. And like, I like sitting beside someone I know because you can, we were you can lean on each other. Or... You can, well, and you're not fighting over the armrest. Like, you don't feel yeah. as weird yeah. about it. And, um, I think at some point she just gave up and was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, the flight attendant was just like, I don't care. I think she spoke with us or she even knew just from eye contact that if shit hit the fan, it was going to be you and I to take responsibility of opening the door or whatever, you know, task they need you to do. There's no way we were counting on this lady. She, A, wasn't paying attention, probably had no idea that she was being even in the exit row, let alone being briefed that she had to have some sort of responsibility <laughs> on the plane but that it was the funniest thing ever the flight attendant is saying you realize i have the authority to kick you off the plane if you don't listen to me like you need to move <laughs> no i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> we're just like what the fuck oh, is happening my here goodness that is oh. a great plane story that's the best i could think of Oh, no, it's a good one. It's a juicy I've, one. I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Yeah, for sure. I had a, yeah, we, we laughed the rest of that plane ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Way All too right. funny. All right. Plane story is done. Plane story is over. Let's uh, fly right into some music. Yeah, talking about flight. Oh. Uh, plane. Let's take flight here.
So today, Boom. tonight, we have an acoustic-based episode. Oh, wow. So these are all indie artists, uh, and the songs, I guess, have some sort of element of acoustic guitar or something along those lines. It may not be just fully acoustic singer-songwriter, but uh, it's like acoustic-based. It. I like it, too. Yeah, I have I'm a, a real big, appreciation a for acoustic music. Something special about a really, really nice acoustic guitar. Yeah. Um, and I know you started on electric, but probably, like myself, and probably yeah, a lot of people I, I, could, did. I could think of would... Uh, would have started on acoustic guitar. It's it's Ooh. simpler. You can bring it to campfires. You know, it's versatile. Actually, you don't need an amp. I'll tell you this story uh, before we dive in here of my intro to to guitar. So Mark and I both grew up playing piano from the time we were, you know, five, six years old. Um, our mom had us in piano lessons, which was great. We would walk downtown. Oh, yeah. Georgetown was like 15 minutes, no, five no, minutes no, away yeah, from our house. There's a little the piano. Yeah, a little piano studio. We go, great balls of fire, the, the goodness, right? So by the time I'm in grade seven or eight, I'm kind of feeling like, you know, I'm not cool enough for the band. <laughs> I'm not cool enough for the band. Piano's not cool anymore. Which so, is a shout out to School of Rock. One of the best movies of all time. Definitely, definitely. Also a big shame. Like looking back, I kind of do wish that I took piano further and got good yeah. at it because I'm not good at it. I can, I recall basic theory and I can read basic music, but I'm not good at it. Anyways, I, I got interested in guitar and... Uh, got mom and dad to uh, agree to let me switch from piano to guitar lessons, which there was also another one just down the street. This guy had no idea how to run a business. <laughs> it was a complete shit show. I was maybe 12 years old. Half the time I'd go in there for a lesson and he'd be on the phone. He'd say, oh, I got to take this phone call. Uh, just play this arcade game for a little bit. Like, dude, what? you're not babies for a me. lesson. Yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible experience. Anywho, the so we go in there and uh, order a starter guitar. You know, cheap, just standard package that comes with the electric and the yeah, and like a hundred and fifty bucks yeah. maybe yeah. guitar cord. We're not going to invest in, amp. in good instruments if we don't even know if I like it yet. So, uh, you know, so we uh, order the guitar that we want, and he gave me a choice between three different colors. One was red with a white pickguard one was black with a white pickguard and the other one was the sunburst the oh. black fading into wood like your basis yeah yeah um, I'm a fan. and so he said okay pick which one would you like we have to order it so i go okay i'll i like the sunburst one that's the coolest one i i'd go with that okay no problem whatever in the meantime i'm going to give you a loner guitar for you to to use he gives me a baby pink I don't even know what guitar it was, and I don't know what shape it was. But it was strap. a strange... No, it wasn't a strap. Wasn't it? No, no, no. No, it was something oh. totally different. It was like a weird, uh, like a firebird shape or something. Hmm. It was just a very strange body shape. Probably a no-name guitar, but it's this baby pink one. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, so, do I look like a man that wants a baby pink loaner yeah. guitar? So for the first few... Any other color. For first few weeks, I'm really just learning how things work. I have no idea what I'm doing. Playing this pink guitar, it's all cool. Walk down there once a week, get a lesson from this dude that's, you know, half the time I'm just playing uh, Street Fighter in his studio <laughs> or whatever. And he'd yell at me too. Like, not a nice teacher. Not a good guy. So eventually the... Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm kicking myself for this, too, because eventually the guitar comes in. It was back ordered for a long time. We couldn't get it for a month or so. The guitar comes in, and he goes, all right, your guitar's here. Fantastic. And he shows it to me, and it's the black with the white pickguard. I'm like, well, that's not the one that I ordered. Yeah, dude. I wanted the Sunburst. I'm a 12-year-old boy. Like, I got my mind set on the Sunburst guitar, and he gave me a black one. And he's like, well, that's the best I can do. 
<laughs> like, what? Give him half the price. Well, sorry, sir. That's the best I can do. Yeah. So like, at no. the time, he goes, well, do you want the pink one instead? <laughs> I said no at the time. I was like, no, I don't want that. It's like baby pink. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, dude. What kind of a question is that? So, I mean, I'm a pushover, so I end up taking the black and white guitar. I'm like, eh, whatever, we'll just make it work. And I used that guitar for years, and that's kind of what got me into it. And eventually upgraded and still have the guitar that I upgraded, which was the same color. Mom and Dad bought me a, a Stratocaster for my 16th birthday. Still love that guitar. It's my favorite yeah, guitar it's by beautiful. far. I've upgraded a bunch of stuff on it, but it was still a black and white Strat. I'm like, come on, people. I just sunburst. want the goddamn sunburst. <laughs> the little boy inside of but me looking is back dreaming on it, for a sunburst. I should have said yes to that pink guitar because it was so strange and unique. It would have been cool to have today. Just yeah. this no-name kind of weirdly shaped baby <laughs> pink. It wasn't like hot pink. It was like just a soft like, like Easter a, pink. Yeah, like a skin tone out in the sun yeah, for too long. That's exactly what it was. Exactly. <laughs> With a white strapping around the edge. I don't know. It was strange. But anyways, that's my guitar story for y'all. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Boom. Now, I think we should dive into the first song. I think so. So, want to introduce us. Artist numero uh, is, uh. Uh, <laughs> is Psyduck. Uh, and the song is called Expense. And so what we've got here is, uh, my name is Psyduck. I'm a Canadian singer-songwriter from Kingston, Ontario. Oh, shout, shout out, Ontario. Out Kingston Penitentiary. Yeah, that's where the Tragically Hip's from. Um, yeah. My aim is to make psychedelic acoustic music, and my song Expense is my latest attempt. Wrote this song over the course of six years. Wow. Put some effort into it, uh, which consisted mostly of sitting on my hands until I finally finished it myself. Hope you enjoy. I like it. Well, I'll tell you, Psyduck. I hear you. We've yeah, got a that ton is, of songs, that and also take there's a such a time. like. You, any anyone that's making music, you can kind of understand that. Like, I don't want to release something until I'm not perfectly happy. Exactly. And then it can exactly. just take years. Um, and then quick before we jump right in, I think you 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 shut it out tragically. Hip. I played yeah. a a show in Kingston with my old band from uh from university and played with the nephews of the the tragically hip and two of the guys showed up to our our gig it was the coolest thing like they're so nice yeah those guys are so cool man they were buying us beers like we were drinking with them and they were like man your guys music is great which like i'm sure they were saying that to everyone their band plays with but it was really cool experience and all of those guys are so nice and it was like wow like the fact that you even showed up to your like nephews and and band and you're a famous musician in uh it's huge in canada at least i know like yeah it was massive i was so happy anyways shout out to kingston shout out to tragically hip yeah shout out to psyduck 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 Expense. All right, folks, let's dive in. They're all around me. Some carbon copy mold. Out of line. And no sideways trudging is ever worth a crumbling. Ah, ah. 
This is that, that was a really intricate riff at the beginning. Um, very much very reminded cool. me of uh, what's that Fleetwood Mac song with the crazy or no crazy on you heart. Sorry, yeah. not Fleetwood Heart. Mac. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. And the, with the slaps and, and the pulse. Yeah, very cool. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, his voice that. is cool, but I really like the acoustic guitar so far. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, this would be one of those songs where if I went into a pub and I heard this guy singing in the corner, I I would immediately ignore the conversation around me and just be focused on this yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, for sure. Great job. Yeah, Psydoc. Expense. Let's go back into it. Holding in words into you and I am us And we are me too much for you For now we are the first time that I slept At the expense of everything Everything, everything else Some nerve to be so spineless The notch that left you grinding Groaning Floating, holding it held through months of hunger on your belt crowning king of the morning agreeing upon a rising hand that blocks the sun so there's something about this song in particular that's really catching my ear i really do enjoy it i think it's neat but I, I, and again, I appreciate acoustic music and just that singer-songwriter writer feel, but I would really love if by this point in the song, we had some drums and bass coming in. Yeah. I it's mean, a different uh, style. Yeah, it changes yeah, it, the style totally, completely. It would turn it into that like band vibe, but then we've been... Yeah, I agree. It, I agree. it, it wouldn't be the same genre for sure, but I really think this song is good enough that... And his voice is spectacular. Yeah. His voice is really I, good. I, I think it deserves the backing of... A bass and a drums not too much not not enough to overpower the the voice and the acoustic guitar but uh man i would love yeah. to have those layers in there i also think that that's only a compliment it's oh, like i'd sure. love to see this as a whole production because sure. it's a really cool song yeah i'm not I, shitting on I it the way that it absolutely is absolutely love the breakdown with just like that yeah. low like chug, chugging on the e string but and uh and really emphasizing his voice too like i agree very very cool i agree yeah i think it's awesome and and a very talented guitar player to say the least it sounds really clean it's tough on an acoustic guitar um way to go psydoc you're in the good books <laughs> and no sideways trudging is ever worth the crumbling ah, ah, ah. everything 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 else some nerve to be so spineless the notch that left you grinding groaning gloating holding it held yeah through months of hunger on your belt
words into you and I am us and we are me too much for you For now we are the first time that I slept at the expense of everything, everything Everything else Some nerve to be so spineless The notch that left you grinding Groaning, gloating, holding It held you through months of hunger on your belt Wow! Psyduck! What a guy. That was cool. There was some really cool and intricate riffs in there. Um, It sounded very dynamic so to have an acoustic guitar and a a vocalist for the entire three minutes and 30 seconds and not really lose the attention of the listener yeah i'm impressed i'm very impressed yeah it was well done i'm uh i'm I'm pretty stoked about it so (laughs) i want to hear more do you i do yeah i'd like to hear more too i think that was the only single on there right now Um, well can't wait for more yeah psydoc hit us up let us know when you got new music coming out new music go away Speaking of new music, do you know what time it is? No. What time is it? Well, butter my bottom and call me a biscuit. Biscuit? Oh, it appears to be biscuit time. Oh, no, would you look Would you look at the time? <laughs> <laughs> would you look at the time? I must be off. Biscuit time. <laughs> I'm running late. Uh, all right, so first of all, sound quality. I'll, I'll go over to you, Mark. What are you thinking? Yeah, Um. I mean, yeah, I, I think voice, fantastic. Really clean, really crisp. The acoustic guitar, like, I know recording acoustic is really difficult yeah, to is. do well. It it, it's hard. You need good yeah. equipment or, or and definitely just know what you're doing. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to give a nice 8.2 biscuits nice. for sound quality. I think it was really good. Like, of course, it's uh not as intricate of, like, having the whole band and mixing everything and having all those sounds. But, like, it, that was really well done. Uh, I've tried to do a lot of acoustic recording myself, and it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, keep in mind, this episode is acoustic-based, so we definitely won't be docking points on the intricacy of recording an acoustic-based song versus a, a full production. Um, so we're just keeping that in mind. Sound quality, it, you, nail, you, you nailed it. Um, to me, it is difficult to, to accord, record. Uh, it's difficult to record an acoustic guitar. You most likely need to have good room treatment. So I think that's most yeah. important. Yep, most important. Wow, I can't talk tonight. Jesus. Uh, room treatment so that's very important you have to have a good room uh, and the a guitar has to sound good naturally in that room and then it's just about miking that room properly you definitely don't want to be recording acoustic guitar in your basement with the furnace going in the back and your no, kids it. fucking yelling at the tv on the <laughs> left like it's not just it's just not going to work um even the ones that have the pickup in them and you know you could di it straight into your, into your computer work. it's not going to work the best way that i found to record acoustic guitar and i'm no uh master or expert at this anyways <laughs> naked in my washroom multiple <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to do it um but two mics and di so if your guitar has the plug in the pickup you plug that in you route that through a direct input straight into the computer and then you've got two different mics so one kind of pointed at the sound hole and then one more pointed like towards the 12th fret yeah that's how i do it and i would do like a condenser a little bit further back pointed towards the sound hole and then a dynamic mic pointed kind of right at your fret <laughs> is board. it called a sound hole <laughs> it just sounds funny i don't know 
I think it's a sound hole. I don't know. I don't could know. be like an insult. Acoustic is not my thing. No. Well, not to him or to anyone. It's just you. <laughs> you sound hole. <laughs> you sound hole. Um, uh, with all of that being said, I thought it was really well recorded. The vocals were were tight, and it's just mixed perfectly. Even though it's just the two instruments. But again, if you do it my way, you could have three or four tracks just on that one acoustic performance Getting and levels. then the way that yeah. you blend them properly cool, is uh is takes a lot of skill so for me yeah same thing i'm gonna go 8.2 biscuits i like that Ooh, score nice i think it's yeah good. i also have heard a lot of people say that like the the built-in pickups are not fantastic for recording and that's what i use no, and, and try not. to use it's it's hard but i've heard a lot of people like that's why lots of people that play acoustic live even with those will get the like screw in pickups that sits in the sound hole it's, um and, <laughs> yeah and because yeah, yeah. you're getting that really like right on the strings kind of like well, that proper pickup and it's much clearer it's much not better not to get too technical on you but yeah the the plug-in on the side of your acoustic guitar is basically a little microphone inside it's the a, guitar. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Versus if you've a real got that pickup. pickup, it's a pickup. But you also are going to lose a lot of the acoustic tone yeah. of it. Yeah, that's yeah. why I suggest blending everything together. And that might be what Psydoc's done. Because it did sound really whole and rich, right? And you kind of morph it all together. Yeah. And that's how you get that good, good, like, and especially, thick sounding yeah, acoustic. Yeah, you had those, like, the lows and the highs. It was such a good, like, it was balance of the sound. Very good balance, And every, yeah. like, pull-off. Even some harmonics you could in there. perfect. Yeah, yeah, they were all really, really, like, it was clearable. Great. And I know, Clear- like, John Butler, a, a huge idol of mine, uses a 12-string, which he, you know, one of them's broken, 11, so it's an 11-string yeah. acoustic guitar and plays these live shows with it. He's got numerous signal chains. So when he's playing, like, some of it goes... In it gets the signal gets split. Some of it goes into his pedal board, and some of it just remains kind of that acoustic tone, which goes to your front of house speakers. Because yeah, then he's wild. able to change a volume pedal on one and bring one in more than the other. It's just what a guy. So intricate when you look at his setup, and I've studied it hard because I wanted to try and capture that same kind of tone that he was using. Um, needless to say, I, <laughs> nope, I couldn't do it. Uh, not even close. Right. John Butler, you're a legend. Uh, yeah, what, all right. What a so, man. lyrics and vocals. What are you thinking for Psydoc? Yeah, I'm going solid 8.0 biscuits. Um, I actually definitely like previous podcasts. If you guys yeah. have been listening, I genuinely try and feel the music, and because it's just acoustic and singing, I definitely got to listen more. I like the story. I thought it was really yeah. cool and really like interesting, unique voice as well. I he love does that. Have like, cool voice. Kind of low stays. Like. I don't know. Maybe maybe he can't belt it, but maybe he can't. Like, and you're kind of waiting. Like I want to hear that. Yeah. And I think he could. Uh, and regardless, I, I love that style of singing. Ben Harper style yeah. of yeah, exactly. Just kind of more calm. And you're singing. sitting in your comfort zone, and it's great. And it sounds and it's, yeah, and it awesome. sounds perfect. Um, I, I so thought, eight biscuits for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I feel the exact same way. I thought it was perfect. Great voice, great vocals. I also got a chance to listen to the song a little bit more too uh, and kind of understand the story and some of the meaning behind it. So yeah, I'm, I'm also happy to, d- to dish out eight biscuits. Oh, double eights. Double ties. Double um, doubles. So coolness and vibe. Now let's, let's keep in mind that when we're looking at all three of these songs today, these are acoustic. So we know there's a time and a place for acoustic music. So with that being said, out of all the acoustic musics out there, how cool is this to you? Would you download it? Would you put this on your acoustic? playlist yeah and on that note um so for me when i picture acoustic singer songwriter music being um living in dublin for five years yeah i'm picturing dublin pub scene because that is their style of music for uh, sure. and often with like you know um, yeah. all these like intricate uh irish music uh, oh dear lord um 
so often with all these like intricate Irish instruments as well. Oh yeah. But um you know, big scene of just singer songwriter, acoustic guitar. So I'm picturing this. If I heard this in a pub in Ireland, how pumped would I be? I'm going eight point four biscuits because that would be cool. That would be a head turner. I would love to be sitting in a little Irish pub it and would. have this and have and have Psydoc come on and I, I would be wowed. I, it'd be one of those sit there, watch him for the rest of the night, which yeah. often happens to me. It wouldn't, and I agree with you. Like, there's something different about this song. Um, and he's very skilled and it would sound cool. If I heard someone playing this too at a pub, I would also turn my head and absolutely key in on the artist for the rest of this show. But for me, coolness and vibe, when I think of acoustic music, I think of the type of music that I like to listen to when I'm in a, a softer environment. So I like it as just your chill music. Like you're just relaxing. Of course. Um, you know, I love Jack Johnson. I could just listen to that anytime puts me in a wonderful mood to me <laughs> the mood of this song is a little puts me in a wonderful oh it mood. does and all jack johnson music just makes me happy this to me has more of a darker element to it so it's a bit more intense let's say which is not a bad thing by any means but i feel like it's not exactly what i'm looking for when i'm thinking of acoustic music in terms of re-listening to it if i saw it live i'd be so stoked um but i yeah. i'm i'm gonna dock a little bit of points for that just Again, this is a personal uh, section. So I'm going to go 7.8. I still think fair. it's a good score. Yeah, 7.8 biscuits is, is well done. Um, I just, it's not uh, standing out to me as a, a song on its own that I would download and put yeah. on my playlist. And I, and I think every song where it's like broken down into like just guitar and vocals, it, it's like, that's your preference. That's where do you want to see it? What do you yeah. like out of it? Like, it's bringing you to For where. Sure. So my vibe of these songs is like, man, that would be so cool in a bar because that's my um, image of acoustic guitar. You yeah. let, daydreaming away in your backyard, looking up at the sky. Um yeah, look, listen to Jack Johnson. Yeah, different vibe for sure. For sure. Well, yeah, and and so keep in mind, we've set this show up for that purpose, where the first two categories are really unbiased. So it's about how good does it sound? Like how key is the sound quality? Was there anything that jumped at you? And then how good was the vocalist and the lyrics? Is there anything that jumped at you? As though those are both. Well, those are both still subjective, but they're fairly universal. Coolness and vibe is basically a really personal score. So does it? connect with you does it connect with me uh and so we can kind of score it anywhere otherwise we'd be you know pretty consistent scoring across every category so that's the reasoning yeah. for my score there subjective and versus objective i don't want to lowball anyone no no but no. in coolness and vibe you might get a lowball here and there not the 7.8 at all i'm not... saying future songs and might not vibe with i'd me. be the first person to say i would 100 percent listen to more of psydoc's music i think he's yeah. very talented yeah. and I, i'm super interested this just wasn't the uh, song that would stand out on an album to me. Uh, but yeah, I think the talent's well there. Done. So at the end of the day, when the biscuit processor finishes its work, we're looking at, what do we got? 81 biscuits. 81 biscuits. Oh, we need a bell. Well done. Yes, we need we a biscuit definitely bell. need a biscuit bell. But for like a nine club biscuit bell. Oh, great idea. All right, all right. Well, 81 biscuits for side great score great score great score okay so hey this is colin watts shout out to the hearst brothers for spin my track who is she featuring nolan hubbard Uh, this song is about love at first sight and the thoughts going through your mind at that time hope you guys enjoy
All right, all right. We got Colin Watts featuring Nolan Hubbard. Ooh. Song title? Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? You talking to me? You talking to me? I got no idea. No clue. Who is she? Colin Watts, Nolan Hubbard. Um, album, Sticky Notes Collection, singer-songwriter, acoustic album. Only 22 monthly listeners, but growing. And it just came out. It's yeah, fairly new. Just came out. Looking forward to hearing it. Who? 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 Who, who is she? Is she? Colin Watts, Nolan Hubbard. Let's figure Let's find out. out who she is. I like this. Hey, I saw you staring, and I'd really like to get your name. I like that um, that high acoustic as well. That's I do. a nice I little do. I like that layer in. That's a great addition to the song. To me, it's got... It almost sounds like an acoustic version of a Stevie Wonder song. Just with the I way he structured the vocals. Yeah, and um, his voice is beautiful right his, off the bat. His voice is beautiful. So far, it's it's caught my attention and it makes me want some more. So let's get some more. Let's Colin. Who is she? Nolan. Let's find out who she is. No, it's crazy how things happen as you came into my life this way. Oh, baby, I guess I found it cute the way you looked at me across that room. Mm-hmm. Something told me quick you gotta get to her make a move. Everything will be just fine without you in my life And just turning away would change me But who the hell would hide from you? I couldn't stop my thinking about you Had to pull out my guitar Alrighty. I'm really enjoying this. The, Me too. The vocal layering is tight. The song sounds really good. It's simple, but it's it's got a great vibe. And I'm still standing by my uh, statement that I think this sounds just the the melody and the lyrics and the way that he's singing very Stevie Wonder-ish to me, which I love. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan this already. This is a cool song. This is a really cool song. Intricate um, guitar parts, too. Yeah. Like you can tell there's some layers over that. Um it's like a sweep in like it's like ding, yeah ding, like i don't know if, it's if, well done it's very, well done. very cool guitar uh, very great voice colin we're stoked i think i, I hope you're hungry i think i know who she is i might know who she is she's now. a biscuit lady yeah she's the server of biscuits <laughs> uh let's dive back in someone like you can't go unnoticed so i wrote a song to do my part Oh. 
Well done. Nice. Sticky note collection. Yeah. That was super well done. I'm, what uh, an album. I'm impressed. I can't wait to listen to more. There, yeah, and like there's if a that's bunch what of songs. We're hearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that would be a great addition to any acoustic playlist. Um, and there's a whole bunch of songs in there. So we will definitely have to check that out. Uh, which all right, leads all right. me into asking the, the wait, time. Wait, Biscuits. 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 How many biscuits? How many biscuits? How many biscuits? How many biscuits? biscuits. You got it. Biscuits. 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 We about to find out how many biscuits right. Colin wants. Sound quality. Woo. John, so, what are you thinking? I thought it was really well done. Intricate. The guitar was corded really nicely. Uh, great layering of the vocals in the chorus there. Great dynamics, the way that the song changed, like the actual song structure itself, I could really appreciate. Uh, so for me, I'm going, uh, I'm, I'm going to go 8.5 biscuits. I think it was oh, great. Very fair. Yeah, yeah. I think for an acoustic song, this is, yeah, is fan, basically hitting on all the notes f- that I want. Fantastic, too. Um, yeah. Well done. I love the layers. I love, yeah, once again, like recording acoustic is so hard and there was such intricate parts there that, yeah. that I'm a huge fan of. I love the acoustic guitar as a whole. So I'm biased in this uh in this whole segment, uh, 8.5 biscuits, 8.5 biscuits. What you talking about? Whose biscuits you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? Touch my biscuits? <laughs> How dare you touch my biscuits? Uh, speaking of biscuits, let's hand some more out for lyrics and vocals. <laughs> what did you think about Colin's voice? Handing biscuits out. I, I, that might be, <clears throat> sorry, that might be Nolan or that might be Colin. Oh, because it's Colin featuring Nolan. You're so one right. of them is playing guitar, one of them singing. Yeah. Um, whoever it is, love the guitar, love the vocals. Um, Nolan or Colin's voice, whoever it is, is lovely. It's beautiful. So it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, for that beautiful. reason, eight point three biscuits for that vote. I, I like again. I definitely listened to the story more. Um, yeah. And I, it's I thought it was easier when recorded it's well. Yeah, it was beautiful. The story was lovely. Um, it, it's beautiful. Oh. Yeah, for sure. It's the same thing for me. I mean, the lyrics were very cool. Uh, I definitely caught all of it in there. The vocals were just really tight and really just got that that groove, that Stevie Wonder kind of groove to it. Had me snapping my fingers and snapping along like I was just yeah really enjoying it. If this came on in a bar, I'd I'd be you know definitely turned head. Uh, looking over saying oh this guy is really good yeah. it's a so. it's the difference between like oh the singer songwriter in the pub to like I'd, I'd go on the dance floor with this like oh you, yeah me too i'd be grooving get your uh yeah yeah your little hawaiian shirt and yeah, all those get nice grandma up off her nuts. seat and let's woo-hoo, let's boogie grandma <laughs> yeah, what a beauty yeah song. uh so the, i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little higher than you 8.5 for lyrics and vocals Ooh, really well appreciate done. it but that takes me right into coolness and vibe this one hits what i want it to hit for an acoustic song just chill laid back but it has that kind of positive uh and more more of a major as opposed to a minor vibe to the actual song structure itself i loved it i thought it was groovy had me snapping had me dancing uh i'm into it so coolness and vibe i i think i might go for three 8.5s in a row oh i think to me that is just solid yeah that's just the way the biscuit crumbles yeah <laughs> that's just the way <laughs> and that's and the that's way it was the way the biscuit crumbles <laughs> and that's the way uh-huh uh-huh. I like, like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard um, it first. No, 100%. Very cool. I would hit the dance floor. You could tell my hips wouldn't lie. 
8.6 biscuits for me. Oh, Coolness and vibe. That nice. was cool. For acoustic song to really get you grooving like that, to get that yeah, feel. Like, difficult. Super. And I know there were some layers over that, or live, that would take a couple acoustics at the same time, but boy, was that smooth. It was smooth. Uh, and I can tell you just how smooth it was. 84.83 biscuits smooth. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Butter me up, baby. Butter my biscuit and call me a bun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I loved but, it. Um, doesn't oh, have to mean anything. Boy. It doesn't mean anything. Y- you take what you want from it. Exactly. Anyways, we got one more song left. We got our final acoustic song. And I'm sad to see this episode go because I've been really enjoying the acoustic songs. I've also been enjoying I it. I know. I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm a, it's a nice change. But I think that's also something we touch on well is really making sure that we, uh, you know, we, we touch all aspects of music. Well, that's the thing too, right? We don't want to be biased. We don't want to only deliver the same style of music every single no. time. It's, you know, we want to do something fun. We want to do something different. So we like open. it all. And and Mark and I have spoken about even potentially doing an international episode. Mm, yeah, non- no English. non-English lyrics. I mean, it's going to be some low biscuits for <laughs> lyrics and vocals. But I uh, think well, it'll be strictly no like, what, he said. what do the vocals sound like? Because For um, sure. Yeah, I don't, I'm not fluent in any other. I don't even know if I'm fluent in English. Hardly. Um, yeah, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so before we get started on the next band, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a bit Beautiful. of a clip from the band. Let's find out what they got to say. My name is Mitch. And I'm Alex, and we're Wanted Skies. The Hearst Brothers are about to review our song, Fires Change. This song is about pretty much any type of relationship you can have. It's rather open for interpretation so we hope you enjoy and thanks for listening wow so it sounds like we would get along well it's not about one relationship yeah it's about them all it's not about one biscuit it's about them all yeah take it how you want take it or leave it it's a whatever you want it to be about um so yeah as you heard the band that we're reviewing today is wanted skies songs called fires change so that's exciting. Mm. Uh, Wanted Skies started during the first wave of quarantine, so they're very fresh. Um, but when Calgarians Alex and Mitch started writing acoustic songs virtually. Wow. Unreal. Uh, both of their EPs were recorded and produced by them two in Alex's basement. Wait, both of their EPs? These guys did two EPs since the quarantine started? Well played that makes me feel really unproductive <laughs> checkmate <laughs> touche uh they take inspiration from all sorts of artists like dr hog hound dr. Mouth, dog dr dog no oh, dr dog's a little cooler than dr hog uh <laughs> my bad i like hogs hound mouth lumineers and whatever's catching their ear at the time Sweet. well i like the lumineers we spoke about them earlier yeah, on this episode i've never heard of dr dog and, and hound mouth but i may have to check them out if... <laughs> or dr hog and downed mouth <laughs> either <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> exactly all righty so let's dive into this uh wanted skies fires change Very Lumineers. Seen it all before. Came back to haunt you. Note on your door. Shifting like the winds. 
person walked up in. What are you thinking? Man, this is really good. This is, it does have a very similar sound to the Lumineers, uh, but not in a bad way. Like definitely not in a good way. The production quality is there. It just sounds like a really cool yeah. acoustic song. It sounds like it could pick up. It could get you fired up towards I the hope end. So. I really hope it does. Uh, like some of those Mumford and Son songs where they start off kind of slow like this <laughs> and then just build up. Yeah, and, and I mean that's that's the cool part with a lot of those styles of bands is you have such different vibe between each song. Like uh, Wanted Skies have plenty of songs here. I, I'm excited to listen to more of them. Yeah, but um, two EPs. I love when there's changes. Like the, there'll be Illumineers, the whole thing is slow. Ease you in, depends sure. what mood you're in. Some sure. start real slow and get, they pick up like wildfire. Um, and then, you know, some are just, you know, fire right off the bat. So I can't wait to listen to more. I think Either what you're way, saying, it's going to go well. What you're saying to me is fires change. Fires change, people. Wanted skies. My heart will change. I was in there for the worst of it. And I'm sorry. Took me some days, but I must confess. All my worries. This sounds like Nate. <laughs> in the best way i laugh because that's my best friend um it you're does. right they have you're a right. similar tone to their oh, voice they, like that um when you're you pick up and it's like but a louder low yell yeah yeah nate yeah does nate a very does that similar very well singing style. And, and that's a that's a huge compliment oh, i'm a big sure. fan of for my sure. friend nate uh um, yeah nate's a great nate's singer voice. and i just it's when i heard a couple of those words there i went is this nate is like Nate like, pulling our leg? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So much Nate. Yes, the fire Couldn't come back down. The way that you enjoyed that that was really good yeah. it did pick up when the, the drums started coming in it just got a little like yeah. it just crescended just a little bit um i really enjoyed that Ooh. song and i think 
yeah right away initial bias because i already shouted out lumineers and how cool they were yeah and it Before was like we even knew yeah, that these guys it's were not like it sounded influenced. exactly like yeah yeah i didn't i didn't even read the it's bio. An influence yeah it, but like it was like yeah wow that is very cool it sound it has that vibe around it and already that's something i'm a huge fan of me too um, me too but on that note i think that we both know what time it is give me your biscuits how many biscuits biscuits, biscuits. there's a no biscuit for me Biscuit boy, biscuit boy. We're All about right. to see a couple of biscuit boys here. We got sound quality up first. Biscuit boy, what do you think? All right, Alex and Mitch, that was sweet. That was really, really well done. Uh, it did definitely sound like something I could hear on the radio. Um, I could, I could for sure hear the influence from the Lumineers, which we've said a couple of times. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was well done, well mixed. Uh, everything sat and fit into place perfectly as it should so for me sound quality i'm starting off with a 8.7 oh biscuits ow ow yeah well done um you nailed it like honestly it was just professional that's professional you you didn't tell me that wasn't the i mean i'm pretty pretty good with the lumineers voices but like honestly that is like a huge compliment because of how big of a fan i am like that music was great you guys the voice sounds different and that's of course because it's your own voice it's your own music and it was perfect 8.7 biscuits for me Ooh, nice uh i'm also i i didn't mention there but i should mention i'm also really impressed that that was done out of both of yours basement so to me yeah. that means it's not done in a studio yeah. anytime yeah. we hear that that it's you know basement or, or bedroom recorded uh it always kind of you know gives a little bit of a red flag to me thinking all right here we go <laughs> but it also hits home because that's but what then we do. when you pull it off it's like a high risk high reward type thing when i know it's from your bedroom or your basement and then you pull it off like these guys just did here yeah very impressed very impressed so lyrics and vocals i loved it i thought the song was super cool there's a a couple of different ways you can interpret the lyrics um which was neat it had me thinking and at Mm -hmm. the same time the voice was great sounds like our good friend nate he just uses a similar style of singing so uh, and i always love that i think it's really cool (laughs) yeah yeah and the layering and the and the harmonies were great too so for me uh i might even step it up just a little bit for lyrics and vocals i'm thinking 8.8 biscuits well done wanted sky how you doing how you doing baby um lyrics and vocals yeah i agree like um totally also huge bias because my best friend nate sounds very similar and i've always been a big fan of his voice yeah. um very raw very natural like yeah. it's just like uh, maybe you guys i don't know but just there's no singing lessons there's no it's just your pure sound and when you let it out it sounds like that and it is beautiful it's that tragically yeah. hip sound too where it's i love just it that i love just it raw um and the story was good like that everything you know whatever relationship you want it to be you let it be let it be 8.7 biscuits for me Ooh. too going yeah keeping it consistent yeah why don't you dive on into coolness and vibe yeah then? tell us what you think ah that's that's a good one, man. Like the, I, I would instantly. I've got so many playlists on the go. Speaking of playlists, the Hearst Brothers New Music Review playlist on Spotify. Check out all the songs in their entirety, in their full quality, top to bottom, in order. Hearst Brothers New Music Review. Check it out, motherfuckers. As the release, motherfucker. Um, no, and I actually. So that's one of my playlists. That's why I brought it up. I listen to that all the time because I love new music. I love re-listening to these songs. Yeah. I love it. Um. But, like, I also have that, like, kind of chill, you want to relax, 
literally Lumineers vibe playlist. This would be right up there with it. Um, totally. I, I love this song. It was totally super cool. 8.8 biscuits Ooh. for me, biscuit boy. Yeah, so coolness and vibe for me. I would definitely download this song. And and I think just the coolness speaks to me in a sense that I really am eager to check out the rest of their music. And I, I'm just excited. I think this is a really cool band. Uh, Alex and Mitch, you guys nailed it. Like, I'm so glad you came together over quarantine to start doing something creative because this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm really into it. And it said virtually, too. So they're doing they're not even in the same creative yeah. space but they're putting this together it's a whole nother uh, someone's got a great ear because the mix was really tight but just the song itself i thought was really cool it it right up my alley i would definitely listen to this i'd throw it onto my playlists um they've just got a great sound a little bit different than the lumineers but very influenced yeah. by them and so if you like the lumineers you would definitely like wanted skies um check them out I'm feeling pick it. Pick them up. Pick it up. <laughs> I'm going 8.9 biscuits. Oh, You can baby. pick those up next week. You better have a big basket because we got do. biscuits coming your way. We got 87.66 biscuits <laughs> coming your way. That is the winner for the acoustic winner, segment. Winner, winner, uh, chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, and biscuits go good with chicken. Chicken. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, some biscuits and some chicken right now. Anywho, well done. Yes, yeah. that's a great score. 87.6 oh. is a great score. And I mean, everybody on the show tonight, thank you yeah. so much for submitting your song. These are great songs. I'm really happy that we got to do this style of an episode. Yeah, I, was I know just, it took uh, us 10 episodes to get here, <laughs> but... I was just going to say, this is a... I mean, yeah, I like all music, but this would be one of my more favorite episodes we've done for the music because yeah. Me too. I'm a big fan of singer-songwriter. I'm a big fan of acoustic yeah. guitar. Me too. What really hits home to me is like that, like in a pub alone with a guitar, what or uh, with one guitar and a buddy. Like, what can you pull off? And the, I yeah, think the, these takes... songs all just totally capture that, and they were all unreal. I agree. To me, it takes a certain level of talent to be able to, you know, grab the attention of a crowd with, an, uh, you know, two instruments. And you grabbed our attention. And you grabbed our attention, all of you. I thought this was great, really well done. Um, I am stoked though that. I've heard a little birdie told me. <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> I've heard that we have an upcoming indie funk episode. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, that speaks to my soul. Oh, see, I love acoustic music. Um, but then, I mean, we love so many different types of music. So that's the cool part about it. Like your indie rock is your classic stuff that I might listen to on the go. <laughs> There's a certain mood for acoustic. There's a su- certain mood for you know, some of the other styles of music that we listen to, but funk brings number out, one brings out the dance side of us. Every side. Whoa. Honestly, if you could transport like me to night? one time and place right now, it would be what when like seventies when funk was at its oh, highlight. Boy. One piece <gasps> leather suits on soul big train collars, huge afros. Oh boy. That's where my oh, my heart so and soul it. lies every day so of my life. It. Uh, but Funk Night at Guelph? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking yeah. of. The wow. Funk Night at I Guelph? Went all the time. Oh, I've I've been there numerous times. What is it? The uh... Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live at the Albion. The Albion. Right across yeah. from the cathedral in Guelph. Downtown Guelph. 
Funk night. Funk night, people. The best. You they play have to the go. funk hits from across the fucking century. And, and it is so good. And I think the average person would be surprised how many funk songs they know just from mainstream media. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember going there being like, I don't really know that many actual funk songs. I knew almost every, every song. Every one of them. Like, movies, like media. Yeah, exactly. Like they, just people love pop those. Culture. And they are so good. Um, and there were even some, oh, the time baby. that I was there, the DJ was spinning some top 40 pop, but with funk backgrounds. Yeah. Well, so that that's another huge, huge part of that night is that it's live DJed. And he oh, yeah. often is either mixing with new pop, like top 40 hits, or like mixing two funk songs from the 70s. Oh, and it, it is, is so amazing. well done. And you really get to let loose. Uh, Your wow. jacket would be perfect for funk night <laughs> with a real low V. Yeah, really. And a really. gold chain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you for know those it. of you who are just listening, Mark's got a white blazer on and it just feels Funky. Funky. Yeah. I look like I'm about to sell you a car. Yeah, yeah. Hello. uh, (laughs) My name's John Erst, and um, I'm here to sell you a Toyota Sentra. (laughs) Actually, I don't even know if Toyotas make Sentras, but... I don't know. We really don't know know a lot about about cars. cars Not really car guys. I can appreciate a good car, like a good muscle car or an older car. Exactly. But I don't care, like... For the most part, a car is just to get me from A to B. No. So I'm not into different engine types and all. You know, I would never spend money or time customly doing my my vehicle. No. The fucking guy down the street from me has two or three GTRs. Modded out vehicles. Yeah, Subarus. No, two are GTR. Uh, two is a Subaru Impreza. One's a GTR. And now I'm acting like I'm a car guy, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, But I do like cars. Cars are something... I think they're fun. I like driving. Yeah. Um, part of my life is, 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 co- is commuting. And I think having a, a nice car and something you enjoy, it, it certainly makes that a more fun time. Um, but sure. a GTR are, is made by Nissan, and they are like oh, that's, super cars. These that's things are The car that he has in, in his Very driveway. It comes out though. once yeah. a month, maybe. He pulls it out and washes it and takes it for a little spin down the block. <laughs> It's um, also got those dubbed wheels on it that stick out yeah, to the side. Yeah, he, I watched a, him struggle to get up a one degree <laughs> incline on his driveway. It I, just seems impractical. On that note, I'm not a car guy, but I know what I want. I want one practical car, like some sort of Jeep truck. A pickup truck. You get shit. You, you pick up, a, you order the a couch, Jeep you can Rubicon. go get it yourself. Stuff like that. I, 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 we do a lot of work, outdoor work. It'll be really helpful. Hard work. And then I want... The hardest, hardest work of work. Built um, tough. Ford. Ford tough. Tough. We're not advertising, but I would love. Shout out to our sponsor, Ford. Just kidding. <laughs> we have no Ford um, sponsors. No, but then I want to get myself like some sort of like 70s Cadillac, like a boat. Oh. Hardly runs. I know fully well know <laughs> that it's unreliable. Yeah, I I want it to be unreliable. The old like jalopy, like yeah, I get out there. <laughs> no, yeah, baby blue. Like this thing is gonna be oh, outrageous. So big, like bigger oh, than a man. Ford truck, weighs more than a Ford truck. But just if it's working, it's great. If I don't show up to yeah. the golf game, you guys know what happened. For it sure. broke down on the side of the well, road. You just call CAA and you get a tow. I anywhere. want one of those. You buy those for like a couple grand because nobody yeah. wants those anymore. And I want one of those old school Corella DeVille, something like you that. You know what I want? Woo. So I want my practical car, regular car, whatever. Uh, pickup truck. I like big. 
big vehicles. Yeah, I'm a big guy, as we talked about earlier. And we do things. And we with use them. it for yeah. work. We're constantly hauling shit, hauling boats, sea dudes, pulling stuff out of the water, doing whatever, uh, you know, picking up a couch, whatever you're doing. But my, as my secondary vehicle, I want a, uh, I think they're VW Westphalia <laughs> with a Tesla engine in it. Oh, wow. completely Has electric. Has anyone done that? I'm sure people have done that. I don't know. But I want a completely electric Westphalia with fucking solar panels on the roof. Yeah, wow. So this fucking thing can charge the actual central batteries, not just the batteries that you need for living in it. But, um, yeah, I might have to sell everything I own to get this. So it's a good <laughs> thing it has a bed and a, a kitchenette. But I when just we're... think that's the most genius idea for camping. Going to a buddy's house to have some pints. It's like, yeah, no problem. I'll just pop my pop top up in your uh, <laughs> driveway. Top. Just... <laughs> Okay, yeah. this is where I'm living. On uh, on that note, oh. before before we bring this to an end, yeah. Um, one, we're not car guides, not at all. But two, I think it's a huge thing in my life, like you just said, to own a vehicle that you can sleep in comfortably. Because oh yeah, how many things in are there in life that it's it's like a it's a subtle inconvenience to you know go over to your wedding. Well, well, well that maybe that's great celebration of unless love. you don't drink, then um, you're not really that concerned. No, I know, but we're gonna want to have a few beers where we go. But even even like oh, come up to my cottage for the weekend. Sure. Would love to. Looking forward to it. And yeah. I got my bedroom set. Don't worry about it. You're comfortable. You yeah. got your own space. Like I want to have like an old school short bus converted into a, a schooly uh, van lifer type yeah. thing. And then oh, you dude, can I'm go anywhere. You can go all to anyone's that. home. You don't take up a bedroom. Yeah. You don't need to rent hotels. As long as the thing works. Like as long as it's more reliable or, than my my eighties caddy, uh, I'm doing well. Or even you know fucking world goes back into another pandemic and you've got a quarantine i'm fucking hopping in my van and i'm driving over to you know the north north ontario or i'm gonna head west and i'm just gonna travel i'm gonna live in from my van i'm totally quarantined the whole time fuck you guys i'm self-sufficient out here yeah but you gotta have your own food that's the thing Oh, food and a, water yeah you still have to like travel to a grocery store or whatever no i know but you can't cross just it. having that option yeah, to yeah. be able I to agree. to you know be outdoors a lot more um i think that's huge also i should mention that we are and we've said this before on previous podcasts but we're very against drinking and driving obviously <laughs> no but, one was even talking about it. no 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 but i just got to thinking when you were talking about all the different reasons why you would want to have a vehicle you could sleep in to me it's mostly because we want to be able to have one or two drinks and that's true. you and i are very strict like we will not have one or two no, beers not even a beer. and get in the car and drive home so whether or not you're you're drinking excessively, I have tons of friends, and there are tons of people out there who would wouldn't think twice about going over to a friend's house and drinking three, four beers and driving home. Yeah, but to you and I, that's just not worth no, the I, risk. I, I, There's if zero I know, chance we're going to do that. If I know I'm going to have a beer, period, I'll find a ride. And I'll, normally I'll, I'll it would make, be an I'll Uber, get a ride. but nowadays it's getting a much more attractive to have your own vehicle to sleep in because mm-hmm. I don't want to get into an Uber. Uh, I don't want to have to, you know deal with other people i'd rather just be able to pull my westophalia up into your driveway like, ah, let's have a beer no problem and then cool you guys don't mind if i stay overnight yeah. on your driveway right yeah it's all good no i i, I I'll, I'll I'm make coffee in the morning i'm all for it um i'm huge i and want electric. one i want sustainable <laughs> i all want an points. electric sustainable westophalian let's do it and we just hang out hit it and up. do podcasts for free every free. day somebody hit us up 
if you've got one of those and you want to give it to us for free, <laughs> we'll put your name on the side of it. Uh, we'll shout you out on every episode for the rest of our lives and we'll just do podcasts out of a van. I've actually had dreams about that, just have making this a traveling podcast. Mm. Uh, God damn, that would be Could cool. Could get some cool guests. Spend a year drive around the country all around north america doing podcasts every other day <laughs> hey guys want to come into my van <laughs> <laughs> i got snacks we can do a podcast <laughs> like, uh no yeah i'm good i'm good you guys have been shitting in a bucket in there for the last two weeks <laughs> no, the shitter's you. full <laughs> clark oh, oh boy God. i think it's time i think it is time to get that van and it's also I meant time to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's where i was going to uh so as usual we must say thank you so much if you've made it this far in the episode and you're listening to us speak these words uh we appreciate you thank you it means a lot to us uh leave us a, a message comment us on feedback. any of our posts give us some feedback. We want feedback shoot us some dms on instagram hearst underscore podcast underscore brothers that was wrong. But rip uh, us up. Rip us apart. Pick them up. Pick them um, up. Shoot I, us a I message. Want to be Just get in touch up. with us. We want to hear your feedback. We, we want to hear what you day. want to think. We get better with every episode, but Hearst underscore brothers underscore podcast on Instagram is where we're most active. You can also find us on our website at thehearstbrothers.com. Uh, we've got a couple different contact methods there. So just get in touch with us. Let's communicate. Let's be friends. If you're a fan of ours, we then got a we're van. a fan of you. <laughs> and uh, anyways, that's my little plug. So... Would yeah. you like some candy? <laughs> yeah, come on over to my van. No windows. We can't have any windows. Oh, God. Or like just spray-painted windows. Just Something a weird. white van. Yeah. And, a grape uh, van? A grape van. Yeah. All purple? Oh, I like that idea. I want, I want, I want an all purple. Yeah, a, mer- a midnight Merlot. A Merlot? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right Good everybody. night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks again for listening to the show. We encourage you to head on over to our website over at www.thehearstbrothers.com to check out the Biscuit Leaderboard and more information on the artists from this episode. Also, check us out on Spotify for the Hearst Brothers New Music Review Playlist, where you can listen to all the full songs that we've reviewed. As a band, our mission is to raise money for Fighting Blindness Canada as our youngest brother Jake lives with a disease called retinitis pigmentosa. We host annual fundraiser concerts, which you can watch on our website. And we've been releasing our own original music since the beginning of the year, 2020, to raise funds that are deeply needed for vision research. We've got a lot of new music on the way, so be sure to follow us on Spotify for all of our upcoming releases. Once again, thanks for listening. <laughs>